To get ourselves in the Christmas spirit, we've been looking at Isaiah chapter 9 this week. Today I want to talk about how God is our everlasting Father. Yep, that's what uh, he's been rattling off is these nicknames that we have for Jesus, which is a little confusing because especially to, this is something I've been trying to explain to my kids, uh, God is not only the Father, but he's also the Son and the Holy Spirit. It's this whole thing called the Trinity. By the way, this is Amen Brother Ben, the podcast that keeps you focused on God and acting like Jesus, and we're trying to figure out how we can uh, be ready in our hearts, in our minds, in our lives for Christmas this year. We really need Christmas. And so, well, we don't really need Christmas. We really need the Christ behind Christmas. Let me make sure that that's clear. Uh, uh, But we've been talking about this one verse that you probably heard, uh, read, or or spoken uh, if you've ever been to church around the Christmas season. It's in Isaiah 9. It says, A child is born to us. A son is given to us. The government will rest on his shoulders, and he will be called. And then he has these four names. Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Now, these aren't just random names that he spouts out. Um, In fact, you can kind of group these up like we've been doing in, in pairs. Uh, because as you're reading them, you see that they show different sides of the personality of, of who Jesus is. He's a wonderful counselor, but he's also a mighty God. Those are two things that you might not always uh, think are together or should be together um, or, or are able to be together. How can you be a mighty God and also a wonderful counselor? Well, he is. But then the last two things that we're going to talk about today and tomorrow, everlasting father and prince of peace. Um This is key and important because it points out parts of and kind of fills in the blanks for some of us on what it means to be the Trinity. Again, something that's kind of popped up this week and maybe before too long we'll we'll do a a week's worth of shows on the Trinity so we can better understand uh, exactly what that means. But um, this is the thing, this is what we can learn from just that name, Everlasting Father. You see, Jesus, although he is the Son, uh, is also co-equal or, or a part of the Father in this thing called the Godhead or this thing called the Trinity, Father, Son, Holy Spirit. They're all equally God, but but they just manifest themselves uh, in different ways and have different functions. They're all God, though. They're one being, so it's not like we're worshiping different gods. Uh, God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit, um, they're all together. Um, in fact, uh, centuries ago, um, I believe it was St. Patrick. Uh, I know it's not St. Patrick's Day, but St. Patrick used the, th- the uh, three-leafed clover or, uh, to demonstrate what how the Trinity could be three in one. So, so basically, you, you look at a, a clover that has three leaves. It's all the same plant, but it's a part of different... Uh, it has different leaves um, that are a part of it. And so that's kind of what we're talking about here. But even with God being... Uh, or even with Jesus... Uh, the the son again it says a child is born to us a son is given to us but yet he's the son but he's also the everlasting father because God is uh, our everlasting father and so this is this is kind of God's way of 
letting his people know, yeah, this guy, Jesus, that's coming, uh, he's going to be these things, wonderful counselor, prince of peace, but he's also the everlasting father. He is a part of me. Um, and God is the father that all fathers uh, wish they could be, that that for those that need a father, you know, Psalm 68.5 says that, that God is a father to the fatherless. He's defender of, of the widows. So God is coming to the aid of, of those that are oh, without a father. Um, and, and again, they call, this can get confusing, but God you often uses descriptions that he knows we will understand. And whether you had a great father or not, he, uh, he can kind of relate to you in this way by what you know a father is supposed to be. You see, ideally, a father is more than just a boss, more than although he, but he is in charge, right? Like a dad should be in charge of of his kids, um, and then he's also a caretaker. He's also a provider. He's also a teacher, and so you know all the things that you can think of that dads uh, kind of perform uh, or the the roles that they play in 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 human beings lives god is like that but on a a grand cosmic eternal scale so we, he is the 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 head of the of his household he is uh the protector of his children um he is the provider of his children he is in charge of his children and we obey our heavenly father and so it's kind of a just kind of a way for him to relate to us and explain to us who he is supposed to be to us. Psalm 103 says that as a father shows compassion to his children, so the Lord shows compassion to those who fear or some translations say respect him, right? That God has a, a level of compassion uh, for us that is a lot like what a, ideally a father should have for his son or his daughter. And so as we are coming to a, a, a part of the, the year where uh, your status as a father or with your father is kind of highlighted, you know, a lot, we talked this week about how, um, how a lot of times people are more depressed um, or they go into kind of a, um, a, a state of, of sadness when their relationships are not like they're supposed to be when they don't have the family to rally around them during the holidays. When you don't have someone uh, to come home to the holidays for the holidays too, uh, we we end up struggling with that. And so, what I want to encourage you today, and again, I don't know your situation, I don't know how, how your relationship with your father or your mother or anybody else is, but again, the reason that we celebrate Christmas is because of Jesus, and Jesus can be not only a wonderful counselor and a mighty God, but he can be your everlasting father, that he joined with the father, uh, can be the father that maybe your dad couldn't be or decided not to be. Right, we live in a fallen, broken world where these things happen, and we have something to look forward to. And so, some of you are can be blessed and can thank God for a godly, uh, earthly father. But know that uh, even more so, the standard, the gold standard for fatherhood, is our God, our everlasting Father. And this is not something that that changes. You know, the dynamics between a father and a son, or a father and a daughter, change as that kid grows up. Right, your your need to obey them, your reliance on them, that changes. But God is our everlasting Father, meaning that what we look forward to when Jesus comes back, when Jesus sets things right, uh, and then He He makes everything as it should be, and now we get to dwell in the house of our heavenly Father forever. 
So I hope you take great comfort in that as we enter this holiday season, realizing that, hey, even though your dad may not be the perfect father, your heavenly father will be. And that's not going to change anytime soon. We can anticipate that day when we can be fully united and uh, and be a part of the family. And if you're not part of the family, you haven't given your heart to Jesus and made him your savior and Lord, I'd love to help you out with that and just kind of guide you towards that. And so if you have any questions, want to talk to somebody about that, amenben.com. You can catch my email. You can get with me on social media. I'd love to help you uh, get adopted this holiday season. We'll see you more tomorrow.